Ireland. Our chat cases moment here, Father Eamon McCarthy, the priest director, with you, and great to have your company today in the middle of our Mariathon, which of course is our moment to share with you the joy and the blessings and the gift of Radio Maria, not just here in Ireland, but of course around the world. And it's a great pleasure now today to join forces with Radio Maria England and to welcome uh, Father Toby Lees, who's joining me now via Skype. Good morning, Father Toby. Good morning, Father Raymond, and uh, good morning to our, to our listeners. A real joy to be with you. Fantastic. And I believe we are live on Radio Maria England as well as we speak. Yes, we are. I think it's our uh, our first joint uh, joint broadcast. Terrific, terrific. So a warm welcome indeed to all our friends in the UK and all listening to Radio Maria England and Ireland here and all around the world. So good to have your company and, and well done, Father Toby. It's great to, to link up like this because uh, we are sisters in broadcasting and uh, attempting to preach the gospel with this new means of communication. So you might like to follow us visually here, certainly Radio Maria Ireland. We're uh, visually available on our Facebook and our YouTube channels. Uh, if you want to just have a quick look, you'll only see my, my, my radio face uh, for what it's worth. But uh, you're welcome to tune in. Drop a comment, drop a like, a share, a follow, subscribe and do please get in touch with us at any stage. I'll shout out our numbers very quickly and Father Toby can mention the contact details for Radio Maria England too. But do text and WhatsApp 0894672000 at any time if you're listening back as well. You're very welcome to contact us. Give a phone call message here. Dial us up here 0141234567 and with the international dial code as well for Ireland here from the north or anywhere else in the world plus three five three one four one two three four five six to make a phone call oh eight nine or plus three five three eight nine four six seven two thousand by way of whatsapp email info at radiomaria.ie so now uh, that's our our little uh, startup uh, line there for the toby perhaps you have contact details for for listeners to radio maria england too yeah, absolutely. Although I, I can tell you you've been priest director for longer than I have because that roll, roll, rolls off your tongue so much more smooth, smoothly than it than it does from mine. But uh, yeah, if you want to phone into the uh, studio in England, then the number is 01223375564. That's 01223375564. Very good. Thanks, Father Toby. Now, listen, it's great to speak with you live on air. We had a lovely encounter when you opened up your London studio there uh, at the Holy Rosary Shrine, where you were a Dominican priest there. And how have things been going since? You, you've sort of been landed in the deep end, I think, and uh, I know what that feeling is like. I I, I have. Um, I've, been, I've been loving it. Uh, I was naive as well uh, <laughs> in... Uh, <laughs> I didn't quite appreciate how much work goes into running a radio station. I have a greater appreciation for that, for that now. Um, mm. But it's been a, a wonderful experience and uh, met lots of uh, lovely and wonderful people and uh, and and spoken um, on on the radio and had some really sort of beautiful times. So it, it's going well, and I think we're 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 gradually gradually getting there. There's sort of teething issues and with new equipment and a. A new studio and BT not always being cooperative with. Uh, <laughs> I, I've now entered the world of uh, of work permits for digging up uh, oh, wow. um, digging up streets to lay cable, which <laughs> is is isn't something that they yet cover in seminary formation. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they need to. 
<laughs> well, I suppose I came pre-prepared with that, that particular knowledge, having dug up your very streets in London <laughs> in a prior uh, a prior life. <laughs> oh, oh, there, there we go. There's a there's a there's a lovely statue near um near ta- near Tower Bridge where I I used to live back in the day when I was a a lawyer, which is um. Uh, a statue sort of dedicated to all those um, sort of Irish labourers and really? for contribution um, to to London and the country. Oh, I so didn't ne- know that. next next time you come back, we'll have to go for a go for a drink. Indeed, ne- I'll have to take, pay, take a photo of you. Indeed, have to pay homage to that that statue there and, and watch the pigeons land on it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> But it is literally true. I, I, my very first uh, job in, in, in the city in London was um, the Broadgate development there in Liverpool Street and uh, the connection between the Met and Circle lines there, the tube lines and the mainline rail coming out from Liverpool Street. And we literally had the street open and were making an awful mess and upsetting a lot of the, the businesses around the place too. <laughs> it was, and, and that would have been when? That was, oh wow, 1986. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't curse you because uh, <laughs> I was think I hadn't realised quite, quite how close our uh, workplaces were because I, okay. I worked directly opposite uh, Liverpool Street Station. Oh wow! In a, a development called uh, Cutler's Gardens, Devonshire Square, when okay. I was a, okay. a lawyer, and, and maybe I would occasionally um, be less than appreciative of roadwork and thinking <laughs> up what's going on. But I'm grateful for what you did. <laughs> and there was one sandwich shop we used to visit there. It was called Chubby's. I don't know if you ever went there for your lunch. <laughs> but we became best friends with Chubby's because we we brought them great business to all the lads from the building site. <laughs> I used to go to a place called Fuzzy Grub, but okay. not Chubby's. <laughs> Happy memories from, from former lives. It's extraordinary how the Lord calls us out of these things and, and into this now of all, of all things too. Um, but just we love it to revisit some of those places, those haunts of old. Um, yes. But yes, it is true, Father Toby, that, that some of the technical aspects of, of radio uh, escape us maybe, but uh, without realising it, we, we are really landed in it. And it's a case of learning on the job. I'm sure that's that's been your experience. It has, and it's been a, a wonderful experience and things that, that I would have thought that uh, I wouldn't have been capable of or I would never master um i now feel like i have some idea of although our technician is in the room next door to me right now and he might he might suggest that i don't have an idea um but he's he's, he's sticking his thumb up saying that may, maybe i'm doing okay but, well maybe he's just a very polite man who who knows but uh, but it is but it is it is wonderful and it's one of the lovely things think about radio that it it does seem sort of quite complicated and daunting at first and yet um many of our our volunteers are, are people who let, let's say are of an age where they would presume that they weren't going to be able to uh learn new technical skills in their lives and yet they come in now and they uh and they run the shows with uh with no help required and do it do a brilliant job of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. there's a there's a lovely uh at the uh, Oxford College um, for uh, mature students in uh, yeah, they're called Harris Manchester there's a nice quote on the clock tower there which uh, I think is deliberately set a couple of minutes uh, later than it's supposed to be and the quote is from Dorothy Sayers and it says it's later than you think but it's never too late <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. an- anybody thinking about volunteering um, 
and uh, becoming a, a facilitator of Radio Maria, um, I'd, I'd warmly encourage, encourage you to. You can be helped and you will manage and even flourish. Amen to that. And it, as you say, discover new skills that you thought you never had. And, you know, bring bring to the microphone and bring to our radio community, you know, something of the work of God's grace in your life that will actually add and, and build the mystical body. I'm, I'm very conscious of <clears throat> how the Holy Spirit works through every presenter and every volunteer and everyone who gets involved. And it really is, it becomes quite a thriving faith community and very attractive in its own way as well. Well, that is one of the the beautiful things about Radio Maria, and it doesn't belong to any particular movement in the in the church. And I think, as Saint Augustine said, that the 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 sort of the fullness of Christ is found in the in the totality of the church. So, you know, partisan as I am, you know, the fullness mm-hmm. of Christ is not found in the Dominican order. There is something of Christ in there, but only the only the fullness of Christ is found in the totality of the of the church, which is why we need the the gifts of people from all different walks of life and all different ages. Yes, amen to that. And and one blessing of the radio, it facilitates that in a very gentle and a very simple way. And people discover that they have the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit uh, without maybe even realizing it. We've had many people come here to us, and I'm sure it's the same for, for you as well in Radio Maria England, that uh, find a new vocation almost and uh, discover they, they have something they can bring. And uh, it, they, they bring with them great blessings. It really is tremendous. Yeah, and it's just thinking there. It's a real, real chance to trust in those words of scripture about do, do not worry about uh, the, the words they'll be given to you at the in, in the proper time. Correct, correct. But sometimes it can be a bit daunting coming and having a microphone in front of you, uh, but I don't think people are expecting sort of a perfectly polished speech on the radio. Or and if they are and they're listening to me, they'll be disappointed. <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> not, 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 nonetheless, I think the, the spirit does uh, does does give you what you need to say in the in in the moment and to and to reach people and to touch hearts. Sure, and I think it's one of the endearing features of our radio ministry too that it's not about a finely polished and finely tuned presentation of you know, pristine audio. We're, we're, we're not aiming for the standards that the BBC are, are here in, in Ireland, RT. We're, we're <laughs> you know, we're just ordinary people bringing our faith to the Lord and, and trust. I wonder, maybe a bit like St. Ambrose, our, our saint today, I've been chatting about him a little bit earlier. You know, he came out of nowhere uh, as, as a lawyer, maybe a friend of yours. <laughs> and, and again, just before he was even baptised call to ministry and, and must have been some preacher if he influenced St. Augustine the way he did. Absolutely, and i sort of uh, thinking about him today for my word for, for today and was just thinking about uh, how we can be defined by our relations because you think St. Ambrose you know, an astonishing preacher, as you say, for Augustine who previously thought that Christian preachers were, were pretty lousy. Um, and and hadn't really been that impressed by the the quality of the of the scriptures from an, an aesthetic or, or sort of rhetorical sense, and yet sort of Ambrose deeply moved him. And yet, what is Saint Ambrose's greatest contribution? It's not really his own preaching or his own writing. It's fine um, and, and well, more than fine uh, 
brilliant as they are it's it's the fact that he was god's instrument um combined with the the prayers of saint monica to bring augustine into the into the church and it's sort of augustine's legacy which is that which is the bigger one but uh but it doesn't matter about how big our part is what matters is that we that we play our part and we have to be happy as christians to be defined in in relation to persons because that's what we're baptized into the the relations of the the persons of the trinity Mm, and that we be, be faithful instruments. But uh, Father Toby, you're, you're, you're quite new to, to Radio Mary England and you, you're coming from a Dominican tradition and in all my years in London, I was, I was seven years uh, over in the UK before coming home to, to be ordained a priest. Um, but I, I'd never come across the Rosary Shrine there. Um, a revelation to me to, to be there. And I hadn't worked, I'd worked on a site in, in um, St. John's Wood, not, not that far away. And yet, it never come across. Uh, so, tell, 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 if you'd like to tell us a little bit more about the the shrine of Our Lady of the Rosary there, and and your own Dominican uh, presence. Yeah, well, the um, the 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 shrine, the, the Rosary Shrine, um, was recently elevated to uh, to a, to a shrine about um, four four years ago. Now, I think it's the um, sort of parish church of. Uh, our lady and the of the rosary and saint dominic's and it's the the second church we had in in london since the uh, emancipation of of catholics in in england um i often tell people to put it in in perspective about about the same time i think it's only a, a few years after the emancipation of of catholics that we have the the abolition of of slavery um in 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 england um, those two things you know, took place very close to one another, mm. and uh, formerly uh, the Dominicans in in London had been present first in a, a site near near Hoban, and then uh, at a very big priory um, just by the the river, which is where Blackfriars Station and the area around there takes its and Blackfriars Bridge takes its takes its name from our our priory because. I'm not sure whether in in Ireland it's the case, but we we received the the nickname in this country of uh, Blackfriars oh, because cool. of the, our our black um, uh, cappers cloaks that we we wear from the like, formal breaching and from the the feast of All Souls through until Easter. Um, and uh, and then for a very brief period, uh, under the the restoration of Catholicism and then the union with Rome once more, under Mary Tudor, we were at a, a beautiful church uh, called Saint Bartholomew the the Great, and that uh, listeners may have seen it if they've watched the film Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's the the, the site of one one of the weddings in that film, and then uh, after that. Um, most of the the Dominicans sort of left the left the country, and were in exile in in Europe um, until emancipation, and then we were invited back to England. And our first mission in London was it was specifically a mission to the to the Irish in in Kentish Town um, on a street called St Fortis Road, which is about a 15 minute walk from here. And then we were offered a, a larger plot of land mm-hmm. where we currently are now in an, in an area called Haverstock Hill and it was part of a, a plan by the Cardinal to sort of announce that the, the Catholics are back 
by building churches on the on the hills um, around London, reminiscent of the the Seven Hills of of Rome. And mm. so you have a couple of Jesuit churches, Edge Hill Stam- and Stamford Hill, the Passionists on Highgate Hill, very near us. And here you had the Dominicans on Haverstock Hill, and it's mm. the first church in uh, this country to be dedicated to the to the Rosary. And uh, and still has a unique structure of all the the churches, um, in in this country. In that, essentially, it's a it's a rosary in in stone. We have uh, fourteen side chapels, each depicting a, a mystery of the of the rosary, and then the uh, the fifth glorious mystery, the the coronation of Our Lady as Queen of Heaven and the glory of all the saints, is depicted in, in beautiful stained glass above the high altar um and it's a it's a really magnificent church it's very very big fifth largest church in london but not as well known as you point out father amen as it should be so Mm. we're we're trying to um recapture something of the uh the original purpose of the the church which was the the man whose idea it was thomas walmsey he wanted it to uh to have a, a grotto of um our lady of Lourdes. And so in the Chapel of the Crucifixion, we have a, a small grotto um, with St. Bernadette and, and Our Lady there. And the idea was that it would be a, a pilgrimage site for those who were either too poor or, or too frail even to make it to, to, to Lourdes. Um, and, uh, and so we have a, a lot of sort of processions on a Saturday evening um, during uh, October and May and then also first Saturday devotions and uh eucharistic rosary processions um and uh and they draw people from from far and wide uh, which is which is lovely but the 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 stone reliefs in the in the chapels are such a wonderful preaching opportunity particularly when you're with uh children and i think children have that great gift of being able to to see through the the symbols to the to the reality um, behind, so it's lovely to to look at those with through the eyes of through the eyes of children. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. And for visitors, maybe uh, going anybody who's uh, coming from this side, say Ireland, to visit uh, London, uh, Belsize Park, I suppose, will be the nearest tube uh, station. There's Belsize Park, which is very close, and then there's also uh, overground uh, stations at uh, at Hampstead Heath and Gospel Oak, Gospel mm-hmm. Oak. Uh, named after an oak tree where uh, Charles Charles Wesley used to preach, which is very nearby, and then uh, a rather lovely bus route to do, and it can take you all the way from outside Westminster Cathedral, which visitors from Ireland should definitely visit. Um, there's a very beautiful chapel of St Patrick, uh, paid for by uh, Irish Catholics in in London in the cathedral. Really, really beautiful, beautiful chapel. And uh, and you can go all the way on the bus, the number twenty-four from Westminster Cathedral to uh, to the Rosary Shrine, 
and hopefully it even announces on the bus uh, St Dominic's Priory so you know to get off (laughs) Very good So there's an opportunity for a pilgrimage Uh, We've done a few little mini pilgrimages here around Ireland this past year since lockdowns got lifted and restrictions banished again and uh, we've been around to various shrines and things around Ireland but uh, there's one for us to put on our our future list of international uh, occasions maybe to pay a visit to Radio Maria England while we're there So very appropriate that Radio Maria England should now have a studio there with the Dominican community then Uh, and any little story there so how that came about because um, it's always interesting how how Radio Maria the the influence seems to Our our Lady seems to pick where it is and who it is she she wants involved yes well I think the 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 first studio in uh, England uh, is in in Cambridge because it uh, Radio Maria in England um, really arose out of a charismatic prayer group in uh, in Cambridge and especially with Charles Wilson our president who used to listen to Radio Maria France whilst he was uh, doing his radiology dosings um, as a consultant radiologist and he would listen to uh, Père Mathieu um, on Radio Maria France and started to to think and be inspired by the Holy Spirit uh, called by Our Lady to say, well, why haven't we got a Radio Maria in England? And so they looked initially at um, maybe trying to open a studio in Walsingham, which is the the principal site of Marian devotion in uh, in in England. Uh, a really, really beautiful, beautiful uh, shrine out there in the sort of beautiful English countryside in, in Norfolk um, but one of these places that uh, even if you're nearby seems to take absolutely ages to uh, get to and is miles away from anywhere mm. um, and they looked there and things didn't really work out and so they opened a, a studio in, in Cambridge itself and we have a, a wonderful group of, of volunteers from the, the thriving parishes in, in Cambridge who, who help out but there was still a, a sense of wanting to have a presence in the in the capital city but also to be near a place of, of Marian devotion for Our Lady's radio and uh, through Father Lawrence who is the, the Shrine Director, Prior and Parish Priest here, uh, getting involved in a sort of editorial advisory role with Radio Maria and a desire from the, the world family to to be in, in London and near somewhere sort of Marion um, uh, a lovely new partnership came about and uh, thanks to the generosity of Radio Maria listeners from, from other countries uh, we were able to, to build this this new studio mm, and uh, I can vouch having, having visited there for the, the inauguration uh, it's a very worthy um, arrangement I must say the um, the sound booth and that is, is superior to to uh, we're kind of at the vagaries of, of windows and things, but <laughs> yours is so self-contained. It's it's the you can hear a pin drop. It's a very very appropriate and quite uh, modern facility there. And as you say rightly, Father Toby, indeed we we have great debt due to uh, the listeners and friends of the world family of Radio Maria, Ireland in the very same position. Uh, they they've step back a little bit from us now and, and trying to get us to stand our own two feet on the strength of our own listenership but very conscious in the early years we were so dependent on the generosity of listeners in Germany and Austria and Italy particularly from where the, the bulk of funds were coming to help uh, 
growing radio stations. Um, and uh, Fala Cock, I remember back in the day, uh, the priest director in, in Radio Horeb, which was Radio Maria in Germany, assured me, he said, look, even in Germany, it took us about seven years before we finally uh, got to a point where we had uh, any bit of stability financially and, and organisationally and everything else. But they're 25 years on the go and, and they're doing incredible work now in building up Radio Maria in Africa. So it's a real, on, on the part of listeners, your prayers and, and your support are a real investment in uh, preaching the gospel that, uh, you know, going forward has such great potential. And certainly for us, Father Toby, as, as English-speaking radio stations, um, again, tremendous outreach internationally, uh, over and above um, even, you know, other nationalities. Uh, Father Carcass said that to me too. I remember in Germany, he said, you know, we don't have the international potential that, that you have as an English-speaking radio. So it, it really is a great, uh, terrific blessing. So yeah, it is remarkable, that, that fact, that and the importance of, and the the sort of, the gift of being an, an English sort of speaking radio and your ability to, to reach others. I'm, one of my other um, caps that I wear is as chaplain at, at King's College London, one of the London universities, and one of my lovely students there, she's half Spanish, half South Korean. And her, her father said to her when she was young, there are two things I have to teach you in life. The first is how to swim, and the second is how to speak English, because one day one of those things may save your life. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty pretty, uh, pretty insightful. So if you just joined us, uh, we're doing a, jo- a joint broadcast with Father Toby Lees, the priest director in Radio Maria, England, based in London, the Rosary Shrine there in Havistock Hill. And uh, my name is Father Eamon McCarthy, the priest director here in Radio Maria, Ireland. And it's the first uh, of a joint broadcast here, and we hope it'll be the first of others to follow. I might pause, uh, Father Toby, just to give listeners a little breather and an opportunity to get in touch with us too. Uh, again, for our listeners here in Ireland, 89 Four six seven two thousand. You might like to text or WhatsApp, or if you'd like to call us up, oh one four one two three four five six. And if you'd like to uh, give us the Radio Maria England number again, please, Father Toby. Yes, it's uh, zero one two two three three seven five five six four. That's zero one two two three three seven five five six four. Or you can text and WhatsApp to zero seven five zero two three eight five. Zero one zero. That's zero seven five zero two three eight five zero one zero. Very good. Thanks for that. So a little piece of music. Shannon Mullen is the the CD I pulled down from the shelf here. She's a beautiful singer in Northern Ireland, and uh, she's going to share with us a little bit of her Christmas music if I'm if I'm allowed even during Advent. But uh, this is just a little bit of the Wexford Carol. Be loved. 
Welcome back to Radio Maria Ireland and to Radio Maria England. As we're doing a joint broadcast for our Mariathon here and anticipating the coming feast tomorrow of Our Lady's Immaculate Conception. And your opportunity indeed to share with us the blessings of the gift of Radio Maria and the influence and the good um, import has had upon your own life and your own faith journey and we're so glad here to receive every day wonderful messages of appreciation and support and kindness so we indeed are very glad to be at your service here at Radio Maria in Ireland and in England and in fact around the world and very much appreciate your kind contributions and your help through prayer, through promotion and through financial assistance to help meet our costs. So our Mariathon this time of year is inviting you to participate in supporting us financially and helping us in this great work of preaching the gospel to the ends of the earth. Keep in mind as always that all that flows into us here simply flows right back out again as a a life-giving stream of grace and uh, no price can be put on such blessings indeed. So our uh, for Radio Maria Ireland, uh, our 2023 calendar has just arrived we'll be sending that out in the post as a gift uh, to all our dear benefactors and friends uh, if it is that you're not on our database and would like a copy or indeed anyone in Radio Maria England you'll be very welcome too as well we do have a number of UK listeners uh, I hope we're not poaching <laughs> I hope Radio Maria England has some Irish listeners too that there's a, a mutuality there in fact uh, I met a man Father Toby uh, just uh, he was into us uh, during the week JJ is a long time listener of Radio Maria Ireland he has his own favourite shows on Radio Maria England too, so uh, it's good to know we have a, a combined audience. Certainly, uh, well, I think it's the ca- the Catholic both and, isn't it? It is. We, we won't have an either or. We'll have the both and. True. Correct. Correct. So. Um, again, if you'd like a copy of the calendar and you're not on our database or list, uh, just give a call and uh, or send in your, your details and we'd gladly send one out to you. And uh, We have our little book that's been published as well, Testimonies of Marian Triumph, a series of 12 short little uh, testimonies from uh, volunteers and from presenters here of how Our Lady has blessed them uh, in their journey. So I'll pop one of those uh, into the post too as well, Father Toby, you might like to have a, have a look at that too. Thank you, that sounds beautiful. So Father Toby, I'm very interested to know, is there any update from Father Sam Randall and his work in Australia? I wonder if he's keeping in touch with you, or is there any news since? The, the last I heard um, was a little while ago, maybe about six weeks ago, but poor Father Sam, they'd had uh, that terrible problems in the in the studio there, I think, with sort of flooding and water coming oh, through okay. the, the, the roof, so it was uh, a moment of, of real uh, difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's still sort of inspired and fired up for the for the the project, um, but was having uh, some some obstacles. Uh, so please, yeah, do keep him in your in your prayers, and that they find a, a suitable premises uh, soon. Because I think not only was the the flooding an issue, but maybe asbestos and various other things. Oh goodness! In in the building, yes. Okay. Uh, he said to me at one point that the the studio on the location probably wasn't like you were mentioning about the Cambridge London dynamic there that uh, there was probably a better places they could establish so maybe that's not altogether uh, a bad thing the providence of that might mean that they can relocate to somewhere that 
might be more suitable. Um, so interesting to, to hear that. And of course, with the time difference, it's impossible to, to do any kind of realistic connection um, <laughs> so that we could have a moment like this, for instance. Uh, but Father Sam was very good. He like that. He joined me for prayer here a number of times and, and came to visit the studio on his way to uh, Australia as well with his wife, of course, at the time. So good. We'll, we'll keep our ear to the ground and hope we can get some more news because uh, I'm sure for both of our, our, our listeners um, in England and Ireland, there's quite a diaspora uh, scattered around Australia. And again, means by which we can evangelise from here to there and maybe back as well again well in fact i'm i'm half australian oh i'm not sure you knew so uh yeah my 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 father um i guess became part of the australian diaspora in in this country okay Uh, my my parents uh my mother is a waitress at the hard rock cafe and my dad had come over with some friends for uh, a trip and uh yeah, he's got the most expensive burger of his life when he <laughs> met my father. <laughs> and, uh, and then they they got married in, in Australia and lived there for a few years, uh, but then moved back to England where I was born. So I am, uh, I've got Australian Scottish ancestry on my father's side and on my uh, mother's, mother's side, it's uh, half English, half Irish. So she, her maiden name was, is uh, Sullivan. Okay, you you have a bit of everything in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a bit of everything, or or as we can put it in one word, a mongrel. <laughs> in the, in the best sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, it just again shows the universality of of things and the closeness uh, that we share uh, in 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 you know, in roots, ethnic roots, I suppose, but also uh, now too in faith, very importantly too. Mm. So very good. So any any uh, interesting elements of your ministry so far on Radio Marie you might like to share with us, maybe a glory story or two or, or you know, some of the content that, that you're seeking to develop and, and build on. Uh, I know in the early years, again, we've been through the, the teething process. It, it's, it's a bit frenetic trying to keep on top of everything and learn all the ropes uh, and to stand back and, and look at the canvas a bit. But uh, any little item or... or or two there, Father Toby, maybe to share with us in terms of the the fruitfulness and the blessings of, of your ministry in Radio Maria England. I think there was one moment, in fact, the first live guest we had in the in the London studio and uh, a lovely young lady who was sort of speaking about her journey sort of back to faith whilst uh, studying performing arts. Um, and if sort of performing arts is anything like it is in 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 ireland as it is here it, it's not a not a place where uh sort of faith and particularly catholic faith would be encouraged mm-hmm. and uh and this young lady nonetheless was was finding finding her way to to faith and seeking to to make her her love for for jesus the the inspiration behind all of her art and and she shared her essentially sort of coming out as as catholic um story and the presentation which she gave at the end of her course which was just phenomenally beautiful and powerful and and yet came at at some cost to her there were some people who told her you know i'm afraid knowing this now we we can't be the same way with you as we were before Mm. um which obviously shows you, you know, prejudice is not a not a one way street as sometimes it's characterised. Yes. Um, and 
then we sort of opened up the, the phone lines and various people called in and, and one young man called in and uh, he he spoke about how he'd been very moved by what she had to say and uh, and that it had made him think that he must take religion more seriously and, and one of the interesting things was she spoke so often about the church and the beauty of the of the church and I think uh, one of the big problems in uh, in the Catholic Church in in England at least um, and I suspect further afield is that our sense of what the church is has got a little bit a little bit lost and the church is something really beautiful and and, and, and important and not just the, not just about our, our buildings but the mystical body of Christ to which we belong and and, that, and I think her speaking about the church just as opposed to about her and Jesus it's through the church that we come into Jesus um, it struck this man he said I want more people to hear what you have to say and he's like you've really made me think hard um, and he said the kids really need to hear what you have to say and he gave a name on the radio and uh, I was speaking to her afterwards and she said that's not his name I know him mm. and uh, and it was just really wonderful and an interesting dynamic of radio that he had been more open with her and she had perhaps been able to share with him in a way um, which either w wouldn't have happened just the two of them or would have felt awkward and yet he'd heard something which he just felt I, I have to I have to say something I have to say about how moved I've been and yet didn't feel capable of giving his giving his own name so phoned in under a a, su a pseudonym and I just found this fascinating and, and profoundly moving and uh, and showed me something of the, the the intimacy of radio and the and the very particular way that it works and the importance of the of the spoken word and an emphasis on the spoken word in a in an age that is is so saturated with image correct yeah <clears throat> excuse me and, and faith coming by hearing it's, it's interesting that somebody involved in the arts like that, you know, the aesthetic is a very important element, obviously, of anyone artistically minded. And yet how the voice and the spoken word has its own place, too. And there's something there in our baptism when, you know, our, our ears are anointed, the heart is anointed, that it be open to hearing God's word and receiving it. And all it takes is that moment of grace for it to be allowed to, to penetrate and radio lends itself I think marvellously to that reality of the movement of grace we can be simply touched by a very simple witness like that we, and sort of grace as we as we read in the in the gospels um, grace doesn't come in always the ways that we might expect it to you know we think of the call of the the apostles and there they are going about their their daily business their livelihoods of of fishing and that's where they're struck by grace and sometimes people email um or, or write in and say oh i couldn't call at the time because i was i was doing the cooking and uh i just wanted to let you know how struck i was by what you said about whatever it whatever it might be and it's it's that amazing thing about radio that you can listen to it whilst doing other things um and maybe your mind isn't like fully 
sort of focused on it at at all at all points. Um, that's okay, listeners. I forgive you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like preaching on a Sunday. <clears throat> well, yeah, there they've got less of an excuse. Um, it's probably more of a reality. Um, but it's just the fact that just one word that the Spirit might give them through you that is just the word that they need in in that particular moment in in whatever whatever um, you know our dear listeners happening happen to be doing at that time and to and to come into the the sort of the ordinary the the sort of the humdrum or what otherwise might be dismissed as, as humdrum of, of people's lives that is an astonishing privilege to be a voice in somebody's home not just in the not just in the church Mm. And it, with that in mind, uh, we're discovering the great value of podcasting as well. And uh, certainly in more recent times, the number of people who can't necessarily listen live, but they they make it a point to dip into their favourite show on podcast and still get in touch with us and, and express the same appreciation. So it's an amazing, amazing gift we have. I see our time is running close to, to the wire, Father Toby. And I was just wondering whether, for, uh, for Radio Mary England, whether you were joining us for the Angelus at 12 as well, or do you need to go back to your own schedule? Uh, I think we could, we could probably join you for the Angelus, and, and then very shortly we will go to the, to the Mass at, at Walsingham. Oh, but, yes. Uh, but yes, it would be lovely to, to pray, the an, pray the Angelus with you. Okay, great. We'll, we'll do that. And we might maybe... Uh, we do a little bit, bit ahead of time so that uh, you'll get to the Mass on time in Walsingham at 12 on Radio England. But it's been a lovely privilege uh, sharing with you, Father Toby. Thanks very much for coming on with us here. Thank you so much for having me. And, uh, yeah, um, hopefully this is the, the first of, of many. Um, I'd love to hear from, from any, any listeners and see maybe where there's any other topics that they might like us to discuss on a future sort of chatechesis. Please do, please do because there may be topics in relation to the church in England and Ireland and, and otherwise that would be of, of mutual interest and, and a point of growth and contact and we can certainly learn a great deal from one another. So marvellous Father Toby. So we, we normally uh, intone in our, our Angelus bells but I'm just mindful of Holy Mass that that should take take priority. So Father Toby we might just, we'll just pray the Angelus together now just slightly ahead of, of 12 o'clock. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The, the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary. And she conceived by the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh. And dwelt amongst us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God. That we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. 
Amen. May the divine assistance remain always with us. May the souls of the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. You join me in the blessing, Father, till we please. May Almighty God bless you. The Father, Father the Son, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Radio Maria England, a Christian voice in your